0: Welcome to Women in Electronics, the only show that empowers, develops, advocates, and celebrates the accomplishments and advancement of women in the electronics industry, with your host, Jackie
1: Maddox. Well, hello, and here we are again for another Leader in Highlight Women Electronics Radio Program. And I am honored to be here with our friend, Riyadh from Master Electronics. Riyadh, thank you for joining us today. I will turn it over for you to introduce yourself, your title, and turn it over to you.
0: Well, thanks for having me, Jackie, and it's just great spending time with you. My name is Riyadh Nizam. I'm the president of Master Electronics. I've been, been part of this family business Basically my entire life And we, we like to have a lot of fun here We like to do great work And we like to, uh, you know, I'm passionate about leadership
1: That's why I'm talking to you today I know you are And I think you do a great job at it So I wanted to ask you first Before we get into all the leadership stuff Because I do think, you know, there's some questions about that I wanted to ask you But um, how did you get your start in the industry? I know it's a family business But, you know, how did this come to be With you, the president at this point?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it started off at a young age, kind of had no choice. We had to work at the, at the company as kids and it was sweeping the floors. It was filing. It was whatever we were told. And so although I worked at a young age, I really didn't like it. You know, I, you know, and so it was kind of like the last place I wanted to work. But what happened was my brother joined the family business, uh, during my last year in college and that really and him joining. Really encouraged me because we had the same views of, as the, on the company. And he just said, Hey, I think you can do a lot more at a younger age uh, and make a bigger impact. And so that was the key moment that got me to join the company after college.
1: Okay, well, glad you joined. And let me ask you a question. So, yes, you did join the family business. You've been successful, but you also have a passion for leadership. Why? Why is that?
0: Well, it, it's, it's, uh, You know, I'll say I didn't always have that passion for leadership. I I don't know if I knew what leadership was. I thought leadership was making a successful business, making money. I was solely focused on making money. And the reason I'm so passionate about leadership now is I saw the impact that leadership can have on people's lives. And I saw the impact it can have on a culture and a company. So leadership and culture lead to better success for a company and then it's just fun seeing people reach their goals, whether they're personal or professional.
1: Hmm. Well, you talked about personal and professional, so that's such a good segue for me, for my next question. <laughs> um, uh, and so, what do you think about personal and professional development? It's We're linking it together now, right? Because before, it seems like in the past, we would do a lot of professional development, but Maybe I'll turn it over to you to comment on that. Like, why is that important?
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, I think it's always been ridiculous for people to say, oh, I have my personal life or I have my professional life and I don't mix them. And it, it's just, how could you say that, you know? They're all, it's all one. It's all one. And, you know, I think, I think uh, the the, in the past, it was only focusing on kind of, like, uh, professional skills. We call them computer skills or... Uh, Analysis, and I think it's more about taking those skills and mixing them with uh, speaking, uh, understanding how to get the best out of people. And for me, it's all one. I mean, I talk personal with everyone I do business. All the, all of our partners, supplier partners and customers, we're talking about all things, all mixed together. And when you know someone better, it helps build that trust, and then you do better business together. And that's why they're all intermingled for me.
1: Well, and I think one time you said to me, um, the underdeveloped parts of yourself come through personally and professionally anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> as well. there's, no, there's no hiding it. Right. There's no hiding it, so you better work on it all.
1: Yes, yes, I think it's such a good point. And so while we're talking about that, um, you know, for the purposes of this interview and, you know, Women Electronics. So let me turn that question over to you to ask you. So, what challenges do you feel women leaders face uh, rising up in the electronic component industry? And and what has Master done to try to help break some of these barriers for for women?
0: Sure. So, I think a barrier that women face in this industry and probably not only common to this industry is essentially it's kind of a male-dominated industry. You know, and I think anytime you're dealing with sort of a change, that's... That's tough, you know. I think there can be biases in place that I don't think is anyone's fault. I think it's just if if people are used to working with only men, I think it's natural. Uh so I think that's the biggest challenge, just getting past that barrier and mindset. To me, the number one thing we're doing at Master and we can do in this industry is communication. And the first thing is you must state openly and often. Anyone can make it here. Anyone can get a leadership position. Anyone can decide their own destiny. And you have to just make sure people are aware of that. Because some people may not think that. Even if you, your company is thinking that, you really have to communicate it. Okay? That's like a, a kind of general stance. Then, I think one-on-one conversations are key with people. key with women leaders. Help build their confidence. Help learn from them. Listen to them. And then just be transparent with them you know i don't think women want special treatment you know they don't want to get a position that they didn't earn uh so just understanding some of those challenges
1: right and i think you're you hit it um understanding the differences you're right women do like more one-on-one conversations funny we just had our conference recently and it's one of the big topics that came up is especially during this whole covid time um We're finding that you can throw it out there all you want to have people come talk to you. But unless you have those one-on-ones, you're really not going to hear the real (laughs) scoop of what's really going on and the help that's needed. So you're absolutely correct about having uh, the one-on-one conversations. And, And I think we had talked before, you know, about this time bringing us all together and, and just being authentic and real because you know if mom's on the phone you know trying to work dad's trying to work from home and it's just you know there's kids in the background or a dog's barking it's just it's just a different time
0: yeah I think you got to pull you know like you said you know even if you say you're open it's hard for people to approach people sometimes you gonna to have to just you know kind of pull it out of them yep. in, in a, in a in a nice welcoming way. And it's not going to happen in one conversation. It's not going to happen in the first five minutes. I think, like anything, things take time right okay. you know, and we're kind of impatient, you know, but that's something that we just have to give time
1: right well, it's good to acknowledge that. so while we're on that topic though, so what obstacles do you feel our male leaders face?
0: yeah I, I think you know I think you know, kind of piggybacking on what I said, just some empathy needs to be developed. In understanding things may be different for women. It's not the same thing, especially with a lot of working moms who are, even though they're working moms, they're still a lot of times the ones responsible for the women, the kids, or the household. So I think that's, you got to be aware of that. I think that's been probably one positive that I've seen from COVID. But everyone working from home and the struggles of the kids. It's been, you know, we've had kids appear on our Zoom calls and so I think it's exposed, you know, what a big deal it is, that responsibility. I think just, you know, the inclusion and accepting different opinions is important. And I think that, the, you know, change is hard. Change is hard for anyone, no matter what anyone says. So just accepting some change. Um, I think if you can kind of just get your mindset right, the obstacles are easier to overcome.
1: I think you're right. And I do think... You would probably agree that in the past we haven't overly valued leadership qualities like empathy and compassion, um, but it really is possible to be a strong leader, but to be empathetic and have compassion. That those are now essential qualities of a leader going into our current times and forward, right? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know how you can you see, you know, excel without it
1: right and so it's important to develop those skills um so really the other thing i wanted to ask you too is i know that you're very big on mentorship as well as in women electronics we have our industry-wide mentorship program because we ve- very much value mentorship as well you are in our mentorship program right now thank you so much yes i am for yes the- i'm
0: excited for that
1: i am too i think it's going to be a great round So who are your mentors and and how have they helped you succeed in your career?
0: I've had so many mentors throughout my career, you know, that have been influential. And so I I think two key mentors are my father and my brother, Jamil, have been key mentors to me. I would say I've learned so many lessons from them. But this is what I would say. You have to learn lessons, but you have to make them your own. I think maybe that's a mistake I made early on where I would just take exactly what was said and maybe try to go make that happen even though that wasn't me. And that was, I think, a learning process. So take what makes, take what makes sense, make it your own and go from there. And even if you don't agree with it, it's just something for you to be aware of. Maybe, maybe it's a lesson from a mentor that you don't agree with, you know, which is something you can go with. Um, so I would say that's what I've learned. I would say, and I would say, You know, words are powerful. You know, they build confidence in you. They build awareness.
1: Mm. So true. It's powerful both ways, you know, either to tear someone down or build them up. And we have to be really conscious of how we use our words. I think it's one of the... That is such a critical point of what you just said. I wish more people would remember that, of how powerful words are. Um, But also, okay, so since we're talking about mentorship, we have some younger individuals coming into the industry and we're hoping to capture them. We need more and more, obviously. Um, so what would your advice be to professionals trying to rise up during this time?
0: So, so I would say, I would say something first, I would say work ethic. I think work ethic is very important. And you can be the smartest person in the world. But if you don't have the work ethic, I don't think it means anything. So oh, I think work ethic is, in, is, in, you know, what I would recommend for our rising talent. Um I, I would say be open-minded. Learn to listen. You know? A lot of younger people think they know everything already, for whatever reason, and I was the same way, but learn to listen and learn to be open-minded. And then another one is learn how to take feedback. Sometimes it's a tough feedback. I would say the best people I've mentored or had or worked with at my company are the ones that come to me and say, Ria, can you tell me areas I can prove in? Can you tell me something that you don't like about me? Or that is, you know, they, and they make it easy to receive feedback. You know, if you can do that and you can really take it, you make it easier for everyone. And then, you know, it shows your willingness to hear those tough conversations and learn from them.
1: Right, and that's where we talked about the personal and professional development. You cannot yeah. develop professionally if you're not personally secure enough to take that criticism and to do something with it. And so that goes right back to that point. Um, so really, Master Electronics has been in the industry, obviously. When did the, the business start?
0: Uh, so it started uh, 1967, so 53 years ago, be 54 years soon.
1: Wow. So in your opinion, what makes you one of the strongest distributors in the industry to this date?
0: So I'll I'll put it on two two areas. One is I think we're the fastest, most flexible, and most entrepreneurial distributor out there that loves the challenge of solving problems for our customers and suppliers. So those attributes there. And then the other part is the people side. I would say we accept people for who they are at this company no matter what. And we have some quirky people here, I have to tell you. Um, but since we have that environment and we accept people for who they are, it really brings together a great group of people that know how to make great things happen. And so I say those are the two main things.
1: Yes, and you know, coming off this conference we just had, I'm already thinking about next year, and I would want to have you on a panel or something. You do have a lot of diversity within Master Electronics, and a lot of the industry is still trying to figure out, you know, do we even want affinity type of groups and how are we talking through all this stuff? You're, you're already there doing it with a lot of this. So it would be interesting to invite you and have you participate in some conversations because I think these are critical you know, points to make and, and some people that are already there and doing it and doing it successfully, let's learn from all of that. But I, I have been to your facility, I do know and I've worked with your people You do have a very diverse group. I applaud you for that. And I think everybody loves working there. And so you do accept people. um, And that is great. So, And I did want to ask you, though, we're talking about women electronics. And we're talking about the industry. and We're talking about moving forward. Why would something like this be important right now? You have certain companies like Master who have diversity. So why do you feel... Riyadh, that something like this initiative is
0: important? Well, I think, I think you know, diversity of thought matters. And that leads with the diversity of people. If everyone's saying the same thing all the time, everyone's going to get very comfortable, and you're probably not going to get to the best outcome. Business or culture-wise. You know, and, and we need diversity because we need to challenge our thoughts. We need to see different points of view. I've seen that I will say something and you to three people, and you ask those three people, what did Riyadh mean? They tell you three different things, mm-hmm. and this happens to all of us more than we than any of us know, and so I think that's what why it's important uh, to really get that diversity of thought. You can't do it as a business initiative, you can't do it as we need to do this because it's what everyone says. You don't want to do it. You know, because this is not going to be a, a quarter initiative. It's not going to be an annual initiative. It's going to be a ongoing initiative. So it's got to be something you truly believe in I and mean, the people around you believe in. It. If not, I don't think it, you can make it. Uh, you know, you can fake it.
1: I think that is such an excellent point and I think you can have some really bad hires if you're hiring for the wrong reasons, right? You're just trying to Say you're doing something, just don't do that. <laughs> that that yeah. could end up to be a disaster. Um yeah. yes. So but we will continue and um, you know we have to wrap it up for today. So great talking to you. We, you know, had some other things to get to, but it's these interviews always go so fast. But I wanted to thank you for your time, Riyadh. We will definitely catch you on some of our events, bring you to the table. We'd love to talk through these issues more with you because you have so much to offer. And love your people, love thank your you. organization. Thank you. Well, They,
0: they love you too. And, and, you know, it's great having this organization part of our industry. And we, we love that people, our company are part of it. And they give us great feedback. So thanks for doing it.
1: All right. Well, thank you and have a blessed day.
0: Take care. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OC octalkradio.net. Yeah.